0: Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Kyle Trash, all linked to the Steelers' 2021 draft. But which college QB do the Steelers really have their eye on? Welcome to the Steelers' update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. It's only the most important position on the football field, so why shouldn't it monopolize all those mock drafts being floated around that have the Steelers snatching a quarterback in the 2021 NFL Draft? On the same week that Ben Roethlisberger celebrated his 39th birthday, the Steelers were being linked to Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields. No less an authority than former NFL general manager and current NFL network analyst Charlie Casserly says the scenario is there for the Steelers to reap a draft-day steal by having fields fall right into their laps at pick 24. How realistic is it? Well, we'll debate that and plenty of other Steelers draft-day scenarios in this rebuilding edition of your Steelers Update Podcast. Hey, there are plenty of other intriguing Pittsburgh quarterback possibilities. Names being linked to the Steelers draft board include Mac Jones out of Alabama and Kyle Trask, fresh from Florida. But is a QB really the Steelers' most critical area of need, especially with Ben Roethlisberger coming back and Steelers president Art Rooney II declaring that Big Ben's nearly four-decade-old arm is just as good as it ever was. Now that may be looking at Roethlisberger with rose-colored glasses. Still, it's clear the Steelers are going with Big Ben as their top QB one more time. And the fact is, the Steelers have plenty of other needs and more to come thanks to salary-capped affections which are expected in droves. Simply plugging in a quarterback doesn't make a whole lot of sense for Pittsburgh. Unless, of course, the team truly believes it has found a franchise quarterback. That is the most elusive figure in all of the NFL. A prodigal passer who can play for 15-plus years as a winning starter under center. The Steelers landed one in Ben Roethlisberger, but it took 20-plus years to do so after four-time Super Bowl winner Terry Bradshaw left town. If the Steelers conclude they do indeed have a franchise quarterback in this draft, they must move heaven and earth to get him. But they have to be sure. We only need look a few years ago to the 2016 draft the L.A. Rams took what they thought was their future franchise quarterback right at the top, selecting Jared Goff. Then the Philadelphia Eagles clawed their way to the second spot to feather their nest with Carson Wentz. Fast forward to early 2021 and in the ashes of miserable seasons for both so-called franchise QBs, and each of those teams have summarily shipped those top draft day prizes right out of town. Worse, both teams took it on the chin in trades to relieve themselves of those quarterbacks and their costly contracts. And the hefty price tag isn't just the rotting pals of dead money and the lopsided trade returns. It's in the time lost in investing in imposters. It all goes to show there's lots of fool's gold when it comes to Shifting through the college quarterback currents for the glitter of a bona fide franchise quarterback. It is hit and miss, more often miss. But if you feel you have a hit, you have to take your shot. Will the Steelers? Only the draft board and the way the picks fall on April 29th, along with the Steelers' super-secret scouting files on all the players, will tell the tale. Until then, we can only speculate and debate. So be it. And let's get right to it as your favorite football team plots to rebuild for 2021. All it took to get Steelers Nation astir stir over Justin Fields were these words from Charlie Casserly. Quote, Even though the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger are planning to continue their partnership, I don't see the veteran playing much longer. In a stunning turn of events, Fields slides all the way to number 24. Obviously, it won't be a surprise if he goes much earlier than this. And Pittsburgh pounces at the chance to land a talented successor for Big Ben. Sitting behind a future Hall of Famer for a year is the prime spot for the Ohio State prospect. Unquote. So predicts Charlie Casserly. Justin Fields to Pittsburgh at Pitt. 24. Hey, but is all this wishful thinking for fans in the 412 area code? Here's Steelers' wire from USA Today saying, yes, it is. Quote: is just getting the hopes of Steeler Nation up too far with his new one-round mock draft. Casually has four quarterbacks coming off the board in the first round, which is fairly common among NFL draft pundits. But he has the Steelers selecting that fourth quarterback with the number 24 overall pick, former Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields, falling to said pick. This sort of scenario is complete wishful thinking. I won't rule out Fields being the third or even fourth quarterback off the board, considering how different the two prospects are. There are certainly teams where Field isn't the best scheme fit. Having said that, if Field does fall out of the top 10, there will be plenty of teams looking to go up and get him. Pittsburgh could be one of them, unquote. So says Steelers wire from USA Today. So are they saying there's a chance? Well, maybe not really. Here's Adam Bittner reviewing all the marquee mock drafts out there for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, and he says, Fields to the Steelers is a Pittsburgh pipe dream, not pigskin reality. His Post-Gazette analysis goes like this, quote, Yeah, don't get your hopes up. The Steelers would probably love to take the Ohio State standout and have him waiting in the wings to take over as signal caller when Roethlisberger's career finally ends. But a fall to number 24 in the first round seems almost completely Out of the question at this point, though his stock has fallen a bit in recent weeks. Most other mocks still have him as a consensus top-10 pick, and there are just too many other teams in need of a quarterback for a guy of Fields' pedigree to fall that far. The much more likely scenario would see the Steelers trading up to take him if he falls into the 10 to 15 range. They did so to take Roethlisberger at number 11 almost two decades ago. Then Devin Bush at number ten a couple of years ago, a possible franchise quarterback would almost certainly be worth a similar investment, but there are too many moving pieces involved to expect such a move at this point. Unquote. So there you have it. Fields maybe, but more unlikely than not. And if not Fields, is Alabama's Mac Jones on the Steelers' radar as a future franchise starter under center? The Athletics' Dane Brugler's mock draft point 2.0 has the Steelers landing Alabama's Jones with the 24th pick. The Athletics' Alabama beat writer Aaron Suttles and Steelers beat reporter Mark Caboli teamed up to take a look at Jones' fit in Pittsburgh. Here's some of the highlights. Quote, Jones is savvy within the pocket, is accurate, and he knows where to go with the football. His arm strength is good, but not great, but he throws a good deep ball. No matter how good a season he had, there will exist skepticism about how much of the credit for Alabama's offense is Jones versus the rest of the talent on that side of the football. And judged against the other quarterbacks in this class, like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, he's not those players in terms of physical gifts. Bottom line for the Steelers, according to the athletic story, is this, quote, Jones could either be a seamless transition from Big Ben Roethlisberger, or he could be another Mason Rudolph, or Josh Dobbs, or Landry Jones, or Mark Malone, the previous first-round quarterback the Steelers selected in 1980, before Ben Roethlisberger the Steelers have not used anything higher than a third-round pick on a quarterback since taking Big Ben with the 11th overall pick in 2004. The Steelers drafted Rudolph in the third round in 2018, and so far he appears he could be a good career backup. They also took Dobbs and Landry Jones as mid-round picks over the past seven years without much to show for it. None are the ever-elusive franchise QB. Well, there's the analysis from The Athletic. Jones is maybe a franchise, maybe not. But with no NFL combine and a better way to vet his talent and shortcomings, it would be a risky pick indeed in the first round, especially for this rebuilding Steelers team. Other armed talent in the first round that could fall to the Steelers include Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. So says Steelers Wire with USA Today, writing this It would take a trade up to get him, but you can't watch Trey Lance play and not wonder just how great he could be with the Steelers' talented, skill position players. Pittsburgh proved in 2019 they aren't shy about trading up for an elite player, so if Lance is their guy, the Steelers should go up and get him, unquote. Perhaps the Pittsburgh QB pick will occur in the second round. If so, it could be Florida's Kyle Trask. Again, Steelers Wire writes this, quote, Trask is a great risk-reward pick. He's got all the physical tools you want, but in watching him play, there is a lot of polish missing from his game. His ceiling is high with time, and the right NFL coaching, unquote. Still, most draft especially those with more in the know and in line with the Steelers' drafting philosophy, say there will be no QBs taken by Pittsburgh in 2021. Here's Mark Caboli with The Athletic providing the answer as to why this is. He writes, quote, The Steelers taking one more shot with Roethlisberger pretty much ensures they won't take a first-round quarterback unless someone like Ohio State's Justin Fields falls within range. But that scenario, and others involving one of the top four quarterbacks in April's draft, is highly unlikely. Even a second-tier quarterback like Alabama's Mac Jones is likely to be gone by the time the Steelers get on the clock with the 24th pick. It should be a moot point anyway. With the Steelers committing to Roethlisberger for at least one more year, the organization believes it can compete for a championship in 2021. In that scenario, the early rounds of the draft need to be dedicated to players who can help now. If not, then why bring back Big Ben? That makes running back and left tackle the priority positions for the Steelers. While running backs don't have a long shelf life, good ones can produce immediately. For example, the Raiders took Josh Jobs with the 24 pick in 2019, and he rushed for 1,150 yards and 7 scores that following season. Unquote. So who does Caboli think is on the Steelers draft board at pick number 24? His mock has the Steelers taking Oklahoma State offensive tackle Tevin Jenkins. Others in the first-round mix, according to Caboli, are running back Najee Harris, running back Travis Etienne, offensive tackle Christian Darisaw, and offensive lineman Jalen Mayfield. All so says Caboli. Meanwhile, ESPN's Mel Kuyper thinks the Steelers will start rebuilding right in the center with Alabama center Landon Dickerson. Says Kuyper, quote, The Steelers have major cap issues and a long list of free agents that includes edge rusher Bud Dupree, wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster, and tackles Alejandro Villanueva and Zach Banner. So their needs will be clearer once we get through free agency. But a center makes sense because of Marquise Pouncey's retirement. Dickerson could be an immediate replacement. I really like his game. Alabama coaches rave about him on and off the field. He can be the anchor the Steelers need, unquote. All from draft guru Mel Kuyper. Now the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, reviewing the various mock draft Steeler scenarios, adds this bit of insight, pegging this particular pick as much more realistic. The PG analysis goes like this, quote, Rarely have the Steelers gone outside the organization to find their long-term fixture at center. Between Mike Webster, Damani Dawson, and Marquise Pouncey, they've had a Hall of Fame caliber player whom they drafted at the position pretty much every year since the 1970s. The only major free agent exception was Jeff Hardings, who manned the post in the early aughts after coming over from Detroit. So history suggests they're likely to invest a top pick in replacing Pouncey at some point. With so many other needs this time around, in 2021 may not be the year, and we may see a placeholder like Sean Mahan or Justin Hartwig take the position short term. Kuiper's thinking here follows almost 50 years of franchise tradition of not taking shortcuts at this position, unquote. Hey, with the Steelers' needs so great on offense, how likely is it the team will stay there with their top three draft picks? Steelers Digest offers this buy-or-sell scenario, writing, quote, With it being clearly established that the defense has surpassed the offense, it's widely expected that the Steelers will heavily address the offense in 2021. They will use a first-round pick on that side of the ball for the first time since 2012. But they need more help than that, so will they go offense on the top three picks? Here's the buy scenario from Steelers Digest. Quote, between running back, center, tackle, and tight end, and quarterback and wide receiver to currently lesser extents, There are just too many high-profile needs on the offensive side of the ball to not make it their draft focus. Alejandro Villanueva is gone. Marquise Pouncey is gone. James Conner is gone. Vance McDonald is gone. All of them need replacing and with individuals of talent. They can't keep drafting mid-round running backs and late-round tight ends and expect to get by. Their biannual diamond in the rough Undrafted free agent Lyman ride appears to be over as well. End quote from Steelers Digest. But would the defense-loving Steelers with star linebacker Bud Dupree about to walk in free agency really ignore this side of the ball through the first three rounds of the 2021 draft? Again, here's the Steelers Digest now stating the sell side of this argument. Quote, Even when the Steelers were heavily focused on rebuilding the defense, they almost never went this far with three picks right at the top of the draft. They always added at least one offensive player within the first three rounds. 2016 was the only exception, and that didn't work out well with Artie Burns leading that draft list. Unquote. All from Steelers Digest. So there you have it, Pittsburgh pigskin fans. The Steelers draft board turns. And it will keep turning, and we will keep covering it right up until April 29th, when your 2021 Pittsburgh Steelers begin to take shape in earnest in this critical rebuilding year for your favorite football team. Until then, catch the Steelers Update podcast from Penn Live. Every Wednesday afternoon, wherever you download your favorite audio. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.